So what about you, Katie? How did you start Irish dancing? <laughs> so I started with belly and tap when I was five. And I remember doing this thing called Irish dancing or trying to do it with my dad on St. Patrick's Day. But I didn't actually start until I was seven. So I started with Teelan and then I've been with him ever since. And I absolutely love it. And now I get to help the youngest dance troupe, which is the Carrie troupe. And they are amazing. It's a very special group. So just getting to see them grow and perform is just so special. Hello and welcome to Razzle Dazzle Radio. And this edition is very special. We have Johnny B all the way from Galway, Ireland to talk about his Irish roots, music, dance, and his albums or CDs, which I'm holding in my hand. We also have a real Irish dancer, yay, from the <laughs> Teal and Company here in Columbia, Maryland. Welcome. Thank you and, so much. <laughs> and finally, we have a third person, a dancer, Middle Eastern background, and it's so neat. And Judy's gonna to talk to her real soon. But I wanted to welcome you to our Irish show, Erin Gobra. Did I say it right, Johnny B? Yeah, Erin Gobra. What does it mean? Oh, the best, uh, the Irish, you know, um, Irish go forward, uh, something like that. There's uh, loads of, of Irish uh, sayings that are adapted to various situations, as you know, and uh, I'm sure many of them will be on banners on Patrick's Day. I, I've been to the St. Patrick's Day Parade in, in Fifth Avenue on two occasions, and I just cannot believe you're the American Irish or Irish Americans are more Irish than the Irish themselves, because it's, it's an amazing parade, you know? It's just, it's just fascinating to think that one of the most prosperous cities in the world just comes to a standstill for the green, white and orange on, the, on Paddy's Day, no matter what day of the week it falls. It's amazing. <laughs> well, Judy you know? just told us a little bit before that she wants to drink green beer with you. Is it on St. Patrick's right. Day or any kind of beer, right, yeah. Judy? Yeah. No green beer, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want Carolyn and I to dance on the bar one night too, but you know, we'll keep yeah. that our little secret. Yeah. And and well, the other fascinating one is is the green the Green River in Chicago. You know right. the way they paint right. the river green there. I was there for that one year as well, and that's absolutely fascinating. You know, it's just just amazing traditions that have happened in America. You know that are unique to America, even though it's still St. Patrick's Day and our patron saint. The next thing next year now, you're going to have to start celebrating St. Bridget's Day because we finally um, <laughs> going to be celebrating our female patron, St. St. Bridget. So you can start the first St. Bridget's Parade in um, Maryland. You know, let's go. I'll go over now. I'll start. I'll dress up, you know. All right, we're going to remember that and hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, speaking of dancing, let's go into meeting our guest, Katie, Miss Kelly. And she dances with Teelan. And I heard a little rumor that she's going to be in the Baltimore St. Patrick's Day Parade. Now, Johnny B, that's not quite as big as the New York one, but we have lots of spirit and lots of excitement around that. So, Katie, tell us about what you'll be doing there on March 13th, I believe, right? 
Yes, so we are in the Baltimore St. Patrick's Day Parade and we can't wait. It's one of our favorite events of the year. And then we also have a lot of shows coming up in March. We have the Teal and Irish Dance Company's 25th anniversary show in Frederick at the Weinberg on March 5th. So we're super excited for that. And then we're also at Carroll County Center for the Arts on Saturday, March 12th, and lots of pub gigs in March. So we're all over. It's our busy season. So you are the one that gets to dance on the bar then, if you're telling me you got a lot of pub gigs. Oh, yes, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) That we got to see. Well, tell us a couple of them. What local, are they local pubs around here? They are. So we perform in different pubs in the Baltimore area. And we also perform at retirement centers. We performed at Riderwood a couple weeks ago. And it's just getting to go over because we missed that so much during the last two years. So just being able to go out and perform again. And we have classes for beginners through adults, some drop-ins and It's so much fun to be a part of, especially this time of the year. (laughs) Wow, you guys really got shaken now that the pandemic is hopefully coming to a close. That's fantastic. And where is the studio located now? Because I know that Maureen was on our show in the past, and I think that she had had a move at that time. So where's the studio located? So we are in Columbia, Maryland. Good. Okay. Yes. So we do have classes for beginners, your champions, and all ages, young to adult. And then we also have some beginner drop-in sessions and summer camps. So we're really for anybody. <laughs> but Absolutely. If you've so been much. sitting around for two years at the pandemic, you start Irish dance and those pounds will fly off because it is a really aerobic <laughs> form of dance if you've never tried it. It is challenging. And I am excited. to. I will be at the Baltimore Parade and I can't wait to see you all. I mean, you'll be bringing it. So will you dance the whole time or you walk or you dance on top of a float? How does that work? We usually balance it out with some walking, but we dance on top of the float. It's pretty much all dancing. But we have a flow and then we have the dancers behind it. So, Oh, wow. All right. Well, I'll be shouting out and uh, waving to you with that for sure. And I can't <laughs> wait. I hope that Carolyn and I can step out and maybe see one of the pub dances sometime too. And so we're going to go to another part of the globe right now. And that is Persia and Howard Community College. How do they connect? Well, they connect because Yasmin, Ahmadabadi, I think I said that correctly, is a dancer and she has performed in the fall dance concert. She will perform in the spring dance concert and she was a big part of the festival this past weekend. So Yasmin, talk to us about dance at HCC. So yeah, around uh, 10 days ago, we had a CC dance festival, which is uh, an event happening uh, every year, it's an annual thing. And uh, it's uh, an event shared between ACC dance program and uh, arts and uh, humanities division. And also the part of its visual and performing arts center. The festival gathers all dancers from the Howard County. And the goal is they want to keep this art alive and keep continuing to do this. So that was an amazing, actually, festival. And uh, we had a lot of dancers. It's open to everyone in age of 11 and up. We had uh, amazing choreographers and instructors. 
at the first part of the festival, we did uh, master classes, workshops, and we also did uh, photo shoots specifically for dancers in the gallery. And after that, we had a visa party for the students, and then the students had a rehearsal for you know technical things and gets prepared for the show. And at the end, at the night, we had an amazing show and everyone was successfully done their you know, performances. I know that this has already happened. We're going to have to get you back again next show to talk about the upcoming concert, which is yes. in... It's in March. Actually. Oh, March. Okay. So yeah, the next concert, which uh, we call it uh, HCC Dance Company concert, it's going to happen. If I want to give you the exact date, it's uh, going to be on Friday, March 18, and Saturday, March 19, and Sunday, March 20. So three days in a row. Great. Now I think we should get back to music and mm-hmm. back to Ireland here. Johnny Thank B- you, Yasmin. I love it. I'm going to definitely be there. Thank you. We'll get her back. Johnny? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's happening in your career of producing? Uh, well, the, singing with your brother sometimes. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, I manage a singer called Sean Kane, who is a famous singer family. Uh, his uh, sister Dolores is famous the world over. So is Sean. We have done many tours of America. And we have been idle now because of the pandemic for the last two years. But uh, he's back on the road at this weekend. I've been um, songwriting since I was a young lad. It started around 14. But then I went working and put it aside for a good while until I retired from a nursing career at the age of 50 and went into the music business, music management, and Sean released my first song in called Pemmy Picture of Ireland back in 2013. And since then, we now have myself and my brother Iggy has about 30 songs on iTunes by various artists. And so it's uh, going well. And with your help there two years ago, Carolyn, we were able to (laughs) gather up all our uh, original recordings and put them together. So we have artists like Celtic Woman that you would be familiar with in major theatres in America. They recorded one of my songs called Be Still. Country singer in Ireland was very popular for 40 years, Brendan Quinn. He recorded two. Another one of the Canes, Orleth Kane, recorded two. And another lady called Anya Morgan, she has recorded one. So on the album, our song so far, we have 19 tracks. And since then, we have recorded another 11 and four of them have gone to number one in the iTunes charts in Ireland. So it's going very well. And we're getting a lot of airplay across the world for various songs, depending on which one people's like, you know. And every time a new song goes up, belong to me now. Thankfully, Spotify promotes it around to other people who have listened to my other works. So that's the music part. And uh, as I say, we're back. We have been idle for two years, so we're back on the road now. The diary is filling up, and uh, so it'll be Sean, the man I manage. He tours. He'll be, as well as doing Ireland, he does uh, 
week in Austria every year. He does a week in Germany every year. He does a various amount of dates in England. And we go to Godridge in Canada for a festival there almost every second year. And then we do a lot of the East Coast. We've been to the East Coast of America two or three times in the last 10 years. So that's the what we're at. And one other question before I let you go. Your nephew or my third or fourth cousin is also a musician who is touring with the major band yeah. in America he is. What's yes. the story there? Well, they is a band from the local town here, Loch Ray, includes Damien Graney, my nephew, and he's in a band called Clockworks. And they have had uh, three or four singles released they were originally picked up by the manager of Oasis and they're now under a different manager, but they're based in London and, uh, you know, they're hopefully going to be very successful. They were picked as one of the future picks by the local national station, R2FM. So hopefully good times. Uh, the, they were unlucky because the pandemic has stopped every musician's career. And unfortunately, but hopefully it'll all come back bigger than better. Do any of our young dancers know Clockworks or... The Clockworks? No. Have a look. Look them up on on, on YouTube or Bandcamp or whatever you use now in America. A lot of my tracks you can look up on um, iTunes or on Spotify. So the other thing that I wanted to speak just because I don't know what kind of listenership you have or how broad, but that is I'm also doing some work with an organization called Safe Home Ireland. And they do very important work in helping to relocate people from all over the world and back to their hometowns or cities in in Ireland. And many of them are elderly. Uh, started out as an elderly organization for elderly people but now it will help people who may you know maybe have an accident or down on their look or lose their jobs or lose whatever and and have to wish to return home so you can look up there safe home ireland and there's a contact if you know anybody the thing about it is that many of the people who need the help of safe home ireland may not be using modern technology, maybe homeless, maybe down on their look, as I say, and their priority is not a mobile phone or internet. Their priority is survival. And well, what we want to do is help those people to return home, get the supports they need, like passports, because some mightn't have any, um, PPS numbers, things like that, that will um, help And so if you know anybody, just give them the contact and uh, support them. Because especially around Patrick's Day, the Irish are in touch with each other more so. And uh, it's an ideal opportunity to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Judy? Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's a a noble cause. (laughs) It is, yeah. And as I said, we've already supported... 2,200 people in the last 21 years, which is roughly two people per week 
been relocated and settled and supported and in Ireland in whatever shape. Some people have maybe their own money to look after their own needs, but just need the support about how to go about getting on housing lists and getting on things like that. Simple little things like an Irish passport, as I said, a PPS number, which is your tax number, your driving license to be able to drive in Ireland and uh, housing. So they're the many things that they look after transfer of pensions, things like that, bringing money home, the practical things that people need to know. And that's what they do. So as I say, if your listeners know anybody, well, then please look up Safe Home Ireland. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Johnny you B. Oh, wow. You're a whole bag of tricks. You're a musician. You're a performer. You're a philanthropist. You're all of those things. And a full-time poet. Okay, don't forget that. So I'm just Aaron (laughs) Gobra. And for the last two years, as I say, I'm Caroline's second cousin, and uh, I have renovated the home of our ancestors during the pandemic because we've had no work. So I uh, have spent two years in casual labor in my own house here, and. In 2019, the Kellerman family Rooney connection all came to visit the house. When it wasn't done up and they'll get a big surprise when they come again. So we're looking forward to seeing them. You are amazing. Thank you so much. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. And thank and the best of luck to the dancers. Have a wonderful Patrick's week. Thank you. Okay. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Bye. And thanks again. So speaking of dance, let me ask both of our dancers, how did you begin dancing? So I'll ask Yasmin first. So how did you start in the dance world? So um, my dance journey started when I was seven years old and I actually started by learning gymnastic. And then I started learning classic Persian dance, other folk dances, the other Middle Eastern dances. And after I moved from my country, I first got to Turkey and there I started learning Latin dances. Yeah, social dances like salsa, bachata. And then after I moved to the US, long story short, <laughs> I decided to come to HCC and learn about dance academically. <laughs> so did you go to high school here? No, I was born and grew up in Iran, and I moved uh, from Iran to Turkey when I was 25. Yeah, I went there. Actually, I am. I have a master's degree in industrial engineering. <laughs> wow. All right. You have a whole nother life, too. Oh, my God. I, I know. I'm saying, yeah. I know. I find that people in the arts are just so multi-talented and that they're, you know, and multi-faceted, obviously, too. Wow. But you, I thought you were a lot younger, Yasmin, so. No, that's what I'm going to say. No, I'm not that young. No, I'm not college student, actually. (laughs) I'm just enthusiastic in dance, and I start to pursue my dream about dance after now move to the U.S., right? <laughs> I love it. So what about you, Katie? How did you start Irish dancing? <laughs> so I started with belly and tap when I was five. And I remember 
for doing this thing called Irish dancing or trying to do it with my dad on St. Patrick's Day, but I didn't actually start until like seven. So I started with Teelan and then I've been with him ever since and I absolutely love it. And now I get to help direct the youngest dance troupe, which is the Carrie troupe. And they are amazing. It's a very special group. So just getting to see them grow and perform is just so special. Absolutely. So I think your name tells me, are you Irish? Is Miss Kelly Irish? Yes. <laughs> I kind of had a strong feeling. So I guess it was in your roots to want to do Irish dancing. Was that sort of just Yes, a, it was. <laughs> yep. I just love it. <laughs> I can tell. So were you inspired by any of the early Irish professional dance that came out way back in the day? What was it? The Lord of the oh, Rings? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I love river dance. <laughs> okay, river dance. That <laughs> one was of my one favorite of things yeah. to watch. And it was just so <laughs> when I actually got to do it. <laughs> I betcha. Well, I will tell you that I was really humbled by Irish dancing because I've been in dance for a long time and I'm a tap dancer and I took Irish step dancing and it was very different than tap dancing. And I um, found out early that you can bang up your ankles and turn purple and blue because you really have to know what you're doing as you go on point and tap. And it's quite a workout. So I, I, I'm really in respect of it as an art form and all that it does for the body too. So then in terms of Turkish dancing, so describe what that is. I think we all have a little idea of what belly dancing is, but how does that take a different form, Yasmin? So it actually it's Azerbaijani dancing, another country different than Turkey and their dance styles are kind of different. So Azerbaijani dancing is very similar to Irish dance, actually. We have a lot of foot movements. Interesting, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, but it's like, I know, men dancers and women dancers. So most of the foot works are for men dancers. And the women are just, you know, smoothly and with gracefully just partnering them. So, and uh, there's a lot of stories in each choreography Mostly it's like they are explaining military stories. They are doing like they are fighting against the enemy, something like that. And But we also have another choreographies that have a love stories. Yeah, uh, that's totally different style of Persian dance, actually. Want to compare. Persian dance is more about them women dancers and they kind of try to just show off their beauties and their smooth movements like yeah it's more about the kind of flirting dance. Oh, okay yeah yeah but in Azerbaijani dance it's more serious <laughs> so can we expect to see any of that in the upcoming dance concert in March no not really okay <laughs> Okay, yeah. just wondered if it was a little bit thrown but, in or integrated yeah, yeah. into another dance, yeah. Maybe yeah. next fall concert, I mean. Okay, yeah. that would be great. That would really, yeah, that would be wonderful. So, okay, here's my question. So what is your dream? You're both dancers and you both found what you love. You love what you do. You do what you love. So what is your goal looking forward? What do you want to do with your dance? I'll ask you, Katie. Where are you headed? 
So right now I still love to compete and we have a couple answers going to World and Belfast in April and I just, I love teaching. I love everything about it and the choreography. So I would love to teach and that's my, my big goal. And then I still have competition goals too, but yeah, teaching and performance. Yay. All right. Well, you're obviously on your way to doing both of those things and you're doing them now and it's wonderful. What about you, Yasmin? Yeah, me too. Same as Katie. I would love to continue teaching. I'm actually, I'm I'm teaching right now currently. I'm, I'm also making videos, tutorial videos and sharing on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I feel, you know, very great and powerful when I'm doing that. <laughs> and uh, I also, uh, I mean, after taking classes at ACP, I realized that I really love to make choreographies. So yeah, that's my goal. Well, big shout out to Darian Smith and Liz Higgins for inspiring students at HCC. Exactly. They have, their department is amazing and we are always happy to promote any work that they're doing. So let's make sure to put March, is it 18th, 19th and 20th on our calendars? Is one of those a matinee, Yasmin? Is one of those a daytime performance? Do you know? I know a lot of people like to go to those. Yes, on Sunday, March 20, the show will be at 3 p.m. Okay. But uh, on Friday and Saturday, 18 and 19 of March, shows will be at 7 p.m. Okay, that is great. So, Carolyn, I know you want to hop in and tell us a couple more things before. No, actually, I wanted to make sure everybody would put up your email or your website or something that people can get tickets for. And I want to just say www.safe, S-A, all small letters, S-A-F-E, home, H-O-M-E, all together, Ireland, I-R-E-L-A-N-D, right, Katie? <laughs> dot com is the one that Johnny B had mentioned. So that's a website to look into if you want to help out people. And how about Teal and Dance? So our website is www.teet. Ilintealand.com and you can find tickets for our show there. And yeah. Perfect. Great. We all know Yep, you can definitely yeah. and you can look that online. But go ahead. You you do you have something special? Do you have a special uh, website that you want to say? Oh uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say that it's on ACC website and you right. can just search for dance company concert. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so here's the good news. We are coming out. Life is happening again, and the arts are just moving forward. So every week, there's new things popping up uh, that we find out about. Of course, don't forget to go on March 13th. We want to support the Teal and Dancers. We're going to be looking for Miss Katie as she Irish step dances down the avenue. It's going to be a blast. It's I can't wait to see you. Please check out the performance at HCC. Please check out Johnny B. He's darling Carolyn. I just love him. And I, yes, please check out Safe Home Ireland. It's a great charity and a great thing to help people to do to find their homeland again. And I always like to give one more shout out always to our partners, Toby's Dinner Theater, right now running Spam-A-Lot. It's so exciting. Every day I ride by, the parking lot's full. 
So we're coming out for sure. And then after that is going to be Rocky. So that's a not to be missed show. Carolyn, do you have anything else to add to the arts here in our concerts is uh, March 24th. And it's at uh, UMBC. They had to move to, I guess, a bigger place, a smaller place. Didn't couldn't get Smith, whatever. But congratulations to that organization as well. Oh, absolutely. All right. So I will see all of you at the parade or at a performance. And thank you so much for joining us today on Razzle Dazzle Radio. We got to meet Johnny B all the way from Ireland. We got to meet Yasmin from originally, is it Pakistan? Oh, oh, okay. And beyond. And Katie, darling Katie, and she is with Teelan. Thanks again, Carolyn. It's always fun. It's Razzle Dazzle Radio. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.